Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. An Erio's original. Hey, Maria. Yeah, Amanda? Let's go on a vacation. Uh, I'm still a little nervous about traveling. But what if I told you that we could take our dream vacation without ever leaving the house? Like a playcation? Exactly. Welcome to Placation. I'm Amanda. And I'm Maria. Each week we plan fantasy vacations to the same location. And you vote for whose trip you'd rather take. It's so sad, it just might be fun. So last week, Maria and I went neck to neck planning rival vacations to the Kimberley, Australia, and you voted. And we announced the winner on our Friday bonus episode, which we just started called the unpacking episode. But in case you missed it, miraculously, it was a tie. But this week we are going to Berlin. So we have a chance. There's a chance for one of us to uh, come out of this victorious. As a reminder, last week we spun the Wheel of Adventure and Maria is going on a romantic getaway. She's traveling economy, unfortunately, with a stubbed toe. And I want to remind everyone that economy hotels are between 50 and $200. So I just want to put that out there okay and and i um am traveling just for fun on a Clooney budget and i got a new haircut and that <laughs> that alone oh my god the doors <laughs> that will open for you and and Clooney status um there's no the sky's the limit for Clooney, but it starts minimum two thousand dollars no less and that's a new feature I want us to all know, yes. Steve A.G., before you get on me saying, well, you didn't do that when you were, you know, this is new. Before we could kind of, it just meant that sky's the limit, but do whatever. Now we're saying $2,000 baseline. Minimum. And that's for accommodation. All right. Okay. So well, I think it's time to get going uh, to Berlin. Let's go to Berlin, baby. Travel from Los Angeles to Berlin typically requires a layover, making the trip time approximately 12 to 16 hours. Unless you're flying private, baby. Weather in Berlin in June is pleasantly warm. Showers are common, so pack your umbrella. A little information on the great city of Berlin, Germany. Situated in northeast Germany, 91 kilometers from the Poland border, Berlin is the capital and largest city of Germany by both area and population. Lonely Planet describes Berlin as a combo of glamour and grit that is bound to mesmerize all those keen to explore its vibrant culture, cutting-edge architecture, fabulous food, intense parties, and tangible history. 
Three. <laughs> the savvy backpacker says that Berlin is five times the physical size of Paris, but it has 25% of the population. That sounds great, honestly. Yeah. And because the city was divided for so long, it never developed a true center as you find in most cities. RickSteves.com writes, Berlin is a city of leafy boulevards, grand neoclassical buildings, world-class art, and glitzy shopping arcades. It's vibrant with youth, energy, and an anything goes and anything's possible but and easy on the budget. Wikipedia states that during World War II, bombing, artillery, and ferocious street-by-street fighting destroyed large parts of Berlin. For over four decades, it encapsulated the Cold War confrontation between West and East. On August 13, 1961, the communist East German government started to build a wall, physically separating West Berlin from East Berlin and the rest of East Germany as a response to massive numbers of East German citizens fleeing into West Berlin as a way to escape. The wall was built overnight with no warning. With the reunification of Germany in 1990, Berlin was restored as a capital and as a major world city. Travelandleisure.com says that when you visit Berlin, reminders of the city's fragile history like the Berlin Wall and Berlin Palace will surround you. Such historical attractions mingle with today's many nightclubs, which have made Berlin one of Europe's most exciting destinations for young adults who travel to Berlin to experience the booming techno scene. Still, (laughs) the city offers plenty of outdoor attractions like the Tiergarten in Victoria Park and an impressive collection of cutting-edge museums and galleries. Okay, now it's time to play Cation. All right, Amanda, it's my, I'm going to start first. And I've got a romantic getaway to Berlin on an economy budget. Okay. And you've got a stubbed toe. You cannot forget about that. I have a stubbed toe. So my and like really bad stubbed. Okay, yeah, I stub it at the airport. It can honestly ruin your trip. A stub toe. Yeah, and it happened to Scarlett Johansson and Lost in Translation. Oh my God, you're right. Mm-hmm. So I look in this scenario. I'm going to be playing. Um, you know, I'm going to kind of veer off from real Maria, and I'm just going to play kind of a version of me, and I'm going to name myself what. Um, people always name themselves when they like write stories and stuff and that's there's three names people usually name themselves chloe zoe yeah and can you guess the can you guess what the last one is loey no come on you just what (laughs) uh chloe zoe and uh oh it's probably like a gender neutral name like stevie no that's that's that could that could have been the fourth it's lucy okay it's always it's a Chloe, a Zoe, or a Lucy. Whenever it's like, my name's Lucy, and I don't know what I'm doing with my life. You okay, know? you're like hot mess. Yeah, but what? So are you all three of those names, or were you <laughs> Chloe, Zoe, Lucy? That's my name. That's your first, middle, and last. <laughs> okay, so my name's Lucy, and I'm 25 years old. Okay. Okay, you age yourself down. <laughs> because I'm By a- the way, I did the same thing. Did you? Because Berlin, Berlin seems like, listen, because it's like if we're going to Berlin, we're going, we're, hit, we're going to the Christmas markets and we're bo- going cuckoo <laughs> clock shopping. Okay, no one wants to hear that trip. People want like a 27 year old yeah. trip to Berlin. So yes, I, I love that. Yeah. Okay, so I'm 25 and I want to give you a little backstory before my my trip okay 
So okay. <laughs> I and I think I'm at your house, right? Or or your apartment. Like I know you and your name's probably um um Stevie. You're Stevie. Yeah, I'm Stevie, yeah. And you're like you're like, "Oh my god, I want you to meet my cousin's best friends from from out of town. He's from London." Lucy like he's from and I'm like no mm. way he's from London and you're like yes he's in town for the summer because he's working at his uncle's brewery wow and I'm like okay so I meet him and his name I, I give him two names I guess but uh, first I name him Albert <laughs> and so Albert loves the art of beer like he's like super into beer And we start talking and like we really hit it off like big time. And we start talking and he's like, yeah, I'm from London. I'm only out here for the summer. I'm doing this internship with my uncle. I'm working at like a like a Golden Road brewery type place, you know, like learning the art of beer. And I'm like, oh, that's like I'm not really into beer. So like who cares really? But whatever. And what are you drinking? Like wine coolers? Yeah, I'm probably like, what would Chloe, Zoe, Lucy drink? She drinks. She just likes a really sweet white wine. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which i think a uh, riesling is like german wine right or she only like drinks like popsicle liquid like she's always got a pop like a fun popsicle you know with mint in it you know she drinks unfrozen otter pops <laughs> warm otter pops yeah, that's all she packs berlin's gonna eat her up <laughs> so we get to talking and i'm like you know i'm actually going to italy with my friends in a couple weeks i'm meeting them there at the, the beginning of july and he's like, you know what you should do is I'm going to be in Berlin for a week um, just doing like this beer thing. We should meet up there before you go to Italy for a week okay. and just see yeah. kind of what's like, you know. And so this is what is said because we hit it off so much. He goes, look, let's go to Berlin for one one week. And if at the end of it, we don't, you know, we had our fun, we go our separate ways. And, you know, okay. if not, maybe try long distance, you know, but let's see. And I go, you know, I'm into saying yes right now. You know, I think I say something oh, like God. that. I say, I say something oh. like, I, or maybe I pull you aside and, I, and you go, You're, are you being crazy? And I go, look, I'm not going to be 25 forever. <laughs> so, so that's how the trip starts. Okay. Okay. That's disgusting, but I like it. <laughs> okay. So. I fly, I'm meeting my friends in a week, but I fly, so I fly to Berlin, coach, because I'm economy, and yes, when I'm taking my luggage out of the overhead compartment, I stub my toe, and it's not so bad where I'd have to, you know, get, you know, get a wheelchair or anything, but it is where, like, it hurts. (laughs) So, like, you're not going to wear your heels. I'm not going to wear my heels, but was I going to anyway? So I arrive in Berlin and, you know, Amanda, when I travel to any place where there's a time difference like that, I need a day. I just need a day. You're, mm-hmm. you're never going to get me. You're never going to you're never going to get me the next day ready to go. So he's going to yeah. meet me the day after. But I'll tell you where I'm staying. And now you can look at the doc. I'm going to be okay. staying at the Sir Savigny Hotel. OK. Now, this hotel is situated in Charlottenburg, Berlin's literary quarter in a a building constructed in 1893. 
Uh, it is ideal for those seeking uh, out inspired culture, eclectic style. It's in this. Oh, this place looks adorable. It's so cute. It's in this really cute neighborhood, which has always been like an arts and culture uh, center. The hotel is, I believe, like 150 a night, which is not okay, bad. That's Berlin is not an expensive city. No, it is not. And so this hotel, it's very, it's got a modern, well, how would you describe this? There's lots of plush fabrics. It seems to be sort of velvet throws on the bed with some old artwork and sort of fancy chandeliers. And it's very lush. Yeah. It's very, very lush, but and a little bit industrial. Mm-hmm. And it's the right price. And it's in a good part. Of, it's in the it's in the part of the city that I'm really into because on the street um, that's like uh, parallel to where this is, it's called Kurfürstendam or or as the locals call it, Kudam. It's the street. It's one of the most famous avenues in Berlin. And it's considered the Champs-Élysées of Berlin and is lined with shops, houses, hotels and restaurants. A lot of fashion designers have their shops there. A lot of uh, car manufacturers, showrooms. So it's like this really cute area. Uh, So this is upscale Western Berlin. I see here. Um, Well, like before unification in Western Berlin. And it is it's it's very central to a lot of maybe those tourist sites. Yes. So what I'm going to do is when I'm finally got my head on my shoulders is I'm going to take a a day and kind of stroll this boulevard. I'm going to go to this really nice bakery, Amanda, uh, called Mm. the Ziet für Brot. There's a link there. It's this, it's the top bakery in Berlin. It's number one on TripAdvisor as coffee and tea in Berlin. They've got, oh my God, all of these fresh baked breads. Uh, And this place almost looks like Scandinavian vibes. Oh, yeah. It's like very sort of minimalist. And I see they have these like, oh, my God, these pretzels, these huge pretzels. I could wear that as a hat. (laughs) (laughs) They'd arrest you. I love. Okay, I just have to say so far, your romantic getaway does not involve (laughs) any men or women. It's just you resting. It's still the first day. No, don't worry. Don't worry. So, (laughs) oh my God. And there's like this focaccia bread. Oh my God. Oh my God. And they've got these cinnamon rolls. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to say one more thing on this, on this boulevard is this really beautiful bookstore, the Boucher Boggin Savinplatz. It's beneath the railway tracks. It's this beautiful bookstore with art, design, photography, film, architecture books, and it just looks like you could spend an entire afternoon here just getting lost. Yeah, it looks amazing. It's very, um, yeah, eclectic inside. And they have international books. So even so if you don't read, read a couple, Yeah. Okay. So when I'm done going down this boulevard, I've had the best time. I've gotten my my coffee and my my pastries and all. And I've gone book looking at books. Then who? Albert, who <laughs> I now looking. call... <laughs> Albert, who I've now called Harry. For some reason, I've changed his name to Harry. (laughs) Are you sure it's the same guy? So Albert says, hey, uh, I'm done with my beer tasting or whatever, because he's like so into beer that it's almost kind of like I'm not into it. He says, Maria, this is a romantic getaway and you have built in that you do not really like this guy. No, I do like him, but I'm still I like him a lot, but I'm just showing the cracks. I'm Amanda. I'm showing I'm 
foreshadowing what might be to come at the end of this vacation. Oh, God. So Albert says, hey. I just know already there's not going to be any sex. <laughs> I can tell from the vibe of you've already had three cinnamon rolls at the bakery. It's like this is not leading anywhere. <laughs> So he goes, he goes, um, you know, hey, uh, what, you know, so excited to see you tonight and to start our, our trip together. Meet me at the SO36. We're going to a concert tonight. Whoa. Now, the SO36 is the legendary nightclub that has been at the heart of Berlin's thriving punk rock culture since 1978, frequented by big name musicians like Iggy Pop and David Bowie. It's rivaled, it rivaled New York City's famous CBGBs as an unbeatable punk and new wave venue in the 80s. These days, the club stays true to its alternative roots, showcasing an eclectic mix of punk, metal, indie, alternative beats. And it's a really cool club okay and so this is in the Kreuzberg area which is kind of the more um like it used to be kind of seedy but now it's like cool bars and clubs and music and street art and funky little cafes and stuff yeah right? it's really cool it's like a small cool club and we're going to be seeing this really cool band there called Gur. G-U-R-R. And Amanda, I'm going to share some sounds with you because they are my new favorite Berlin band. Oh, they're girls. Yeah, they're two girls. So we we go into so we go into SO36 and this is this is playing. I've got my stubbed toe, and and Uh-oh, so yeah. like I can't dance or anything like that. But that's okay because Harry's being so f- no, Albert is. <laughs> <laughs> Al- I love this. It's so good, right? They actually went on tour with like Arcade Fire, and they're like that's awesome. This really cool Berlin-based band these two awesome girls oh this is cool can i read a little bit about this club yeah um i just was googling it because like everything in berlin has a his like a very interesting history so this is from culturetrip.com which was a really big resource for me uh even since before world war ii berlin has been one of germany's major hubs for a thriving nightlife uh and liberal lifestyles while this was certainly not the case during the regimes of the third reich or the GDR, a burgeoning inclusive underground club scene harboring leftist sentiments emerged following the fall of the wall wall as a direct response to authoritarianism. One such example is the city's famous SO36. As for its peculiar name, SO36 is a direct reference to the formal postal code of the area where it's located, where SO stands for Sudost, meaning Southeast in English. And it's primarily focused on punk music and David David Bowie and Iggy Pop used to go there when they were recording their albums in the city. Awesome. Well, and, you know, I think Harry tells me, no, his name's Albert. But you said it's Harry or Albert. Okay, his name's Harry Albert. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) 
so he so i can't dance or anything because also i've been not supposed to have been like walking around all day i've been limping down that boulevard you know but i did take a lot of time to sit down and eat all those cinnamon rolls so like i wasn't walking too much but now i can't i'm like done and so he's like you sit here and he like gets me a drink and then like he like does fun dancing around me you know he's like one of those guys that like does fun dancing okay cute like who does he look like harry styles oh my god that's so cute yeah no yeah (laughs) he's the best and so we have this great night just like fake dancing watching this band and then when the band's done they come over and introduce themselves because you know they know they know harry really well or whatever they like his beer yeah they say oh didn't you oh harry you know like um i heard you're starting that beer company because he's like really wanting to start a line of beer and um then i get jealous and i go why are you talking to them um but that's not for you guys to hear anyway so so the the night stops there huh? the night <laughs> yeah no no no. and then you know you fill in the blanks but we have like a lot of fun and probably get like a curry worst and like you know and i've heard that's just for for tourists and stuff but like i want to try it and then and so does harry because he's never tried it either because he's never been to berlin so like you know we're enjoying all that stuff but and you know then you know you can fill in the blanks so then in the morning, we go to get a traditional German breakfast at Engelberg. And Engelberg is a great way to experience a proper German breakfast, which traditionally consists of sourdough bread and rolls served with loads of charcuterie cheeses and spreads. Mm. Oh, that's amazing. God, that reminds me of the breakfast we ate in Sweden. Mm-hmm. Where we just, just wake up like and cheese and bread. We'd wake up. A man and I worked on a farm in Sweden for a week and we'd wake up and then they just literally like you just take like a loaf of bread and then just have cheese and jams and a cup of coffee. And then you're that was oh, ready to take on the day thing. And the secret to Engelberg is simple. The crew sources the best goods from all over the country and serves it on a beautiful sidewalk patio. So this is like a, just a super cute sidewalk cafe restaurant with like really nice looking charcuterie and i just think that would it would just be the cutest place to have a a a breakfast with you know yeah my newfound you know who knows i don't want to label anything and then we're gonna do you know amanda i love a river i love a river tour i remember when (laughs) when we were in sweden <laughs> and we booked a river tour, but we were drinking Aperol spritzes at the hotel, and we arrived like right when the boat was a minute like, late. Right at two, a minute late, a minute late, and the boat was leaving, and they wouldn't let us on. And Maria, I lost. I've it. never seen her so angry. I lost it because it was literally like the boat was there. They were literally. It was them being dicks. It was them literally being like, "Sorry, you missed it," but like but you can we walk. Had to hop. We would have had to hop onto the boat. It was stu- it, it, it was it was borderline not I get where we were wrong, but then also like can you guys just chill? But that's the thing that I learned is boats leave on time. <laughs> <laughs> that's correct. So I'm taking the highlights of Berlin. Me me and Harry are taking the highlights of Berlin uh, solar catamaran tour. And there's a link there. And this is a silent boat. Like there's no motor or anything. It's just solar powered. So you get this beautiful, it's this beautiful boat with like a really cool modern interior with a bar. And it's only for a two two and a half hour tour. It's only $35. 
And now I have to say this boat looks beautiful. It's all sort of white walled, pristine. Mm-hmm. Uh, it kind of has yacht vibes. It looks very nice. There's a little bar inside. Yeah, it's just really cute. And they, it's a two and a half hour tour of of the highlights of berlin you go all through it and i love seeing a city from from the river because you really get to see all of it and kind of it it makes you less disoriented in my opinion yeah and you get a a free audio guide so you can listen you can listen to historical information as you're riding through it and then also and this is good that's good for my foot because i'm just able to sit the whole time Mm -hmm. i do want to tell you that i did harry and i did get a museum pass And you can, I don't know if you looked into the museum pass, it's $35 for three days of unlimited museums, which is Um, really good. Yeah, I I mean, I'm, I'm on a Clooney budget. So no, I'm not interested in a museum. Okay, I'm just saying if one day you happen to lose your money in some sort of strange bet that you place while you're, you know, hopped up on tequila, I'm just saying that then you have this information. Yeah, that's good. I get privately escorted into the museums, like through the the kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think a museum is a restaurant? (laughs) And so, uh, yeah, there's there's tons of museums in Berlin, specifically art museums, and they're all on what's called Museum Island. Yes, did you read about this? It's yeah, it's kind of cool. So Harry has this great idea where he goes, "Let's get you." a wheelchair for today because you can't you, you we can't go to these museums because you're just you're going to be a nightmare. Let's and let's do like a museum uh, what do you call it? Like a museum spree where we just hit as many museums as we can that we want to and wow. uh, and so it becomes like a montage. And he's pushing you around he's, the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so So this is like your your sick romantic fantasy. <laughs> We go to the Hamburger Bahnhof Museum, which is the modern art museum that's located in this old train station in Berlin. It looks really awesome. Then the Alt National Gallery, which is full of impressionist and uh, romantic paintings. And there, there was this other museum that I don't think exists anymore. And I don't think it would have been part of our past, but it's it was a miniature museum. I put the link here. Oh, cool. Look at this link. It was all miniatures of like places in Berlin. And it's so cool looking. It's like these really pristine, like intricate miniatures. But I can't find this place existing as of 2021. It was called the Eric Alex Miniature Museum. And then um, another thing we do, and I'm getting to the end of my trip, but the, another thing we spend time doing is visiting all these old record stores or and new record stores. And we go record shopping all throughout Berlin. And there is this little area of Berlin where they've got a bunch of record stores, um, a couple of them. Uh, one's called The Record Store. Another one's called um, Melting Point. Another one's called Oi Records. But there's all of these awesome record stores throughout Berlin that we like find all these records and then we even buy maybe we buy a record player at like a you know vintage store and then we go back to the hotel and then we like listen and you know i don't know we just we have a and, we have, and then what well <laughs> you in, and then you can fill in the blanks and then for our final dinner we go to dick dick Wart- wartons and there's a link there and this is this is like oh, this place looks great. 
a tradition. This is like one of the oldest restaurants in Berlin, I believe. Hold on, let me. It's this German pub serving tradition, the old Berlin traditional restaurant. It's this really cool, like wood paneled pub that's like very narrow with like wood wooden chairs and you can just get like traditional german fare oh so are you finally trying a beer or what like well here's he the taking thing you yeah, try so, any different well, beers no, so here's what i know i know that berlin's like got beer gardens and all that stuff i'm like he's doing that in all his other time because he's there for some you know because you remember the first day like he's kind of beard out and i'm just like okay, I don't need to have any beer that is not really big in my trip. And I know that might make me lose points, but like I'm more into like the music history and the like museum aspect and just like the the exploring. I don't need to do like a beer garden and do all that stuff. If we had more options and stuff like that and more time in this podcast, yeah, I do it. But I'm just saying it's not number one on my list and he's okay with that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Did you see pic- a picture of this restaurant during Christmas with all the lights? It's so cute. Oh, see, I, that is what I'm talking about for me in real life. I'm going to Berlin during Christmas. Yeah. It seems amazing. This is the place right up my alley. I think this place is awesome and people should Google it. Dick Wharton. So we have dinner here and, and Harry says, do you want to go for a final walk? And I go, I can't. My foot. And okay, yeah, obviously that's kind of weird that he keeps forgetting. <laughs> so what happens is we just stay at the restaurant and it's you know mood lighting we're probably the last ones in the restaurant and we have a final we we have a final you know i say well let me finally try one of those you've been talking about beer so much let me try one you know and he tells me his favorite ale and we sit there and then he goes well or maybe amanda do you want to play him and then i'll just be me yeah and then we can oh yeah okay so so lucy this was um such a wonderful trip i it was magical. I had a wonderful time. It was really magical. And I would have never done it without you. I don't do things like this. You know, I just, but as I said before to my friend Amanda, I'm never, I'm not going to be 25 forever. Neither am I. Hey, listen, I thought, I know you're meant to go to Italy with some girlfriends, but uh, I'm going to head out, maybe go to the Alps after this. I thought maybe you'd want to come with just for a few days look this has been the best week of my life the best week of my life we went on a river cruise we listened to to live music at a historic club we went record shopping we went on a museum spree you know we ate well i ate cinnamon cinnamon buns and we stayed at a cool why do i sorry go ahead I just don't see a world where we can sustain this. Why don't we take this week and we just remember it as a memory of something we did while we were young? Why do women always do this to me? <laughs> what is wrong with you? What do you mean? What, who else did this? What are you talking women about? Women always do this to me. I've been treating you for a week. Treat? Well, you haven't gone to one beer event with me. You show as, haven't asked me a single question about any of my brewing. I don't have to you ask you. No, you tell it. I, why would I have to ask if you're constantly telling me about it? Look, you look, know what? I want you. I want you to just listen to me. I will remember you forever. 
but honestly i want to go to italy and have like a really good time and i i just take me with you no okay i don't come with you (laughs) (laughs) i'll drop everything lucy i'm in love with you but i'm not in love with you not yet but you have to give it okay no okay yeah waiter waiter can we have the you check? You have more walls than Berlin in the 1970s. <laughs> and scene. Yes. <laughs> so all everything came out in that last dinner, didn't it? We saw a little bit of Harry Albert's personality. <laughs> yeah, I think so, too. But did Lucy really give him a chance? I'm not so sure she did. Well, I think that's true. But I think she saw that it was going to... She saw that, you know, what were they going to do long distance? Him in London, her in LA. When You know, it just... uh, It was fun while it lasted and they had a great time. But sometimes it's better to just say goodbye and have the memory. I thought your trip was really great. I'll save my thoughts for next week. We'll let the listeners decide but that's a trip i would go on the bakeries the quaint cafes the bookstores the museums lovely thank you all right let's take a break when we come back we're gonna see how clooney amanda got because boy did she say that she could out clooney me in the last two episodes ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, well, first of all, I... Uh, just to remind everyone, my budget is Clooney. I'm traveling just for fun, and I've got a new haircut. So uh, <laughs> that's what I was dealt. <laughs> Those are the cards you've been dealt. God, God help you. I have to start, Maria, by offering you an apology. Oh, my God. Because as I was planning this trip, I realized it is hard to plan on a Clooney budget. Yeah, And what I think the reason is is because the world of people like Clooney is not accessible to us yeah it's not something you can access on a google search engine the 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 corners of the web that that don't (laughs) that we can't see it's more who you know word of mouth friends of friends like for instance when Clooney actually went to Berlin because that's where they shot Monument Men or whatever that movie is so I was actually able to Google where did George Clooney stay eat and drink when he was in Berlin which in a way was like cheating yeah it was but what but what I saw didn't register with me what do you mean it didn't register I was looking at Clooney's Berlin 
it's a little bit stuffy. And that's not really the Berlin I wanted to experience. Let me just give you a quick rundown. He stayed at the Soho house. Okay, he had probably like the nice three bedroom apartment at the Soho house. He yeah. ate at like this iconic sort of like steakhouse where like celebrities go. Yeah. Um, he had a meeting with like the prime minister. You oh, know what I'm, I'm saying? It, it's just not the Berlin I wanted. So I knew I had to reach that Clooney realm. Um, but I didn't want to play it as Clooney. So you do have to also know that like where he was staying was probably set up by the studio. If he was filming a movie there, the things, the places he was being seen eating were places that his publicist had probably called ahead and saying, he's going to be here this night, but another night he goes and eats somewhere that nobody knows. Do you know that's like under the radar? Totally. And then, yeah, I, I do. I have to say, you know, there is something to celebrities know each other. And if and if, you know, Clooney's out with like, you know, in L.A. with Tom Ford or something and he's going, I'm going to Berlin and Tom Ford's like, oh, I know someone who who owns a classic car company who can let you borrow one of his classic cars and take it around. You know, stuff like that's happening that we can't we'll never see. And by the way, sometimes someone on a Clooney budget actually spends less because they're staying at Heidi Klum's pied de terre. You know, <laughs> they're being offered places to stay for free yeah. and just playing, paying for the staff. Yeah. And so that's not a world we can necessarily access. That being said, I did my best, okay. but not on a Clooney budget, on a Bowie budget. Okay. I don't even, go ahead. <laughs> I'm afraid you're really not going to like any of this, but I got to say, I feel you're right. Uh, you're you're going to really not like this, but I am not traveling as Amanda Lund. Okay, I am traveling as Amanda Bowie. Okay. <laughs> oh God! I can just imagine you coming off the plane with like a lightning bolt over your eye. Okay. Okay, I'm Amanda Bowie. I'm David Bowie's like, like sort of bastard daughter that no one knows about. Oh, cool. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and all my life, I'm myself a mu musician. And all my life, I've sort of been fighting the Bowie name. Like, I want to make it on my own. So I'm really not interested in sort of capitalizing on my on David Bowie's but name and legacy. But you did take his last name, even though you're his bastard daughter. <laughs> <laughs> but I pronounce it Boe. Okay, got it, got it. Okay. All right. Now, just to kind of address the haircut issue. That's the um, haircut you I... got was the David Bowie haircut? <laughs> well, this is what happened. <laughs> I had a dark time. I'm in a creative rut. And so during covid times i made a rash decision and i cut my own hair okay and without realizing it i gave myself the bowie mullet <gasps> wow <laughs> okay. right and in. i have to say the other thing you need to know is i'm the spitting image of him i believe that i believe <laughs> okay. that anyway he has bequeathed me a blank check but the only way I get this inheritance is if I use it to follow in his footsteps um, and go to Berlin and experience some of the things that he experienced in Berlin. Okay, this is such a good premise. I'm loving this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this was honestly like the only way for me to hook in because there was a couple of things I, I really wanted to explore in Berlin. And this is based off of two TV shows I've watched. Okay. Um, 
that are German television shows, one called Babylon Berlin, which is set in 1920s Berlin when there was this huge boom. It was like, forget about the Roaring Twenties in Paris. Like this is where the real Roaring Twenties were. Um, it's a detective series. Highly recommend it. And then there's another one. I think it's called Dor- Deutschland 87. And it's a Cold War spy thriller about a young man in East Berlin who gets sent over to the West undercover. Mm. And so I, my trip, I actually think this is really cool because your trip was sort of more modern Berlin yeah. and my trip is all about Cold War era Berlin. Ooh. Um, and so I just want to give everyone a little bit of history about uh, Bowie's Berlin because he did live there for a couple of years. So this is from theculturetrip.com. So to his fans, it's no secret that Berlin played an important role in David Bowie's career. Recalled fondly as the Berlin years, Bowie spent 1976 to 79 in the city. The ways that this place inspired his work and impacted him personally are nothing short of magical. So Bowie had gotten caught up in the rock and roll lifestyle. Um, He was like doing a lot of hard drugs. So he came to Berlin in the 70s to sort of get, first of all, like clean up his act and have a creative renaissance. And Mm. so he actually lived really modestly when he was in Berlin and he was hanging out with like Iggy Pop, like that was his roommate. And he was gallivanting around the city with like Brian Eno. Um, And so he basically loved Berlin and he recorded three albums there at Hansa Studios which is a few a huge former concert hall alongside the Berlin Wall and this Ooh. is a quote from Bowie he says we recorded the album in the shadow of the wall which was about 500 yards from our control room window directly in front of us was a guard tower with East German guards you could actually see the red stars in their fuzzy hats and during this time people were still trying to flee into West Germany and were being like shot by guards yeah. like young people were being killed in the streets um and so this is where he recorded his iconic album heroes and that song is this about my favorite lovers it's an amazing song um and he did his infamous concert in front of the the reichstag uh which some people say altered history because he played there was like a three-day concert there they were playing it in west berlin but loud enough that the east berliners could hear so they all gathered by the wall to listen the east berlin government really uh overreacted and there was kind of like a riot i guess and so some people think of this as sort of a turning point where the tide in east berlin shifted um and so that's just the history there of like Bowie's Berlin, which I think is really cool. Yeah, but I want to see where the uh, where you're spending two thousand dollars or more a night. Okay, exactly. Because okay, so this is the thing. So I have a blank check. I've got so much money to spend. I looked into luxury hotels in Berlin. There are some beautiful hotels, but I decided instead. I think I'm going to really like it there. So instead of staying at a hotel, I'm investing in property. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's crazy okay god (laughs) okay i know it is crazy so so where bowie and iggy pop lived was in schoenberg it's in west berlin um and at the time it was kind of the hot spot the gay neighborhood and like the red light district um but today this is according to lonely planet the streets are lined with 19th century townhouses and team with charming cafes and indie boutiques the area is still home to the traditional gay quarter and red light district although the latter is gradually being dis 
placed by an influx of galleries, cool bars, and restaurants. So this is the house that I'm buying. Okay, I'm okay, gonna put it in the see. chat. I got it here. And I got is, it. I, oh, you do. Yeah. Okay, so this is gonna make you dizzy, but it's a 3.2 million dollar house. Oh my god. Okay, it's wait, it's uh, this colorful four bedroom, three bath home is on the top floor of a four story building in the residential neighborhood of Berlin. Um, it's bursting with patterns. Each room was designed individually, a wash in colors um, and a bold masquerade style. High end custom made fabrics, wallpapers with varying kaleidoscope designs. I mean, this place is funky as hell. Wow, this is. And so is this coming fully furnished as well? You have the option to buy the furniture, so I think I'm just going to pop for it. Yeah, you should. Okay, wow. So I'm looking at the bathroom right now. It's a cavernous master bath clad in geo-style tiling with a whirlpool soaking tub at its center and a 10-person sauna along the wall. Why? Yeah. Why? Who's... Okay, I mean, I'm not going to judge, but that's a lot of people for a sauna, and I don't yeah. think well, I'd I want sh- that many I should people mention- in there. I should mention I'm I this trip is just for fun but I I'm bringing like two girlfriends. Okay. And so this is this is a, a grand this is a grand this is the biggest this is grand. I have no other word. <laughs> I have no other words. I will just say it is grand but the, you have to look at the um the kitchen is amazing. It has like fish it has tropical palm wallpaper. There's like these amazing chairs, dining chairs that are upholstered with toucans. There's all these indoor plants. I mean, it's just very funky. And to me, this seemed very Berlin. No, it's not. No, this is another Clooney budget thing that I think. But New York Times is saying I do have to subscribe to be able to look at the kitchen to click. Oh. On. <laughs> 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 yeah well I'll, I'll just let you know we can screenshot some of this stuff and we'll post yes. it but this house is i mean amanda lund doesn't want to live there but this is to me a very like rock and roll house yeah and i know that's so nerdy to say no it's i think that's i think yeah what better way to spend your your Clooney budget than to just invest in some real estate and that's where you stay and then when you leave you rent it out and you make money Okay, so my activity for the day is actually pretty simple because I want to see all the Cold War history. Okay. But the way that I'm getting around town is on a electric bicycle. Okay, that you've bought, I hope. That I've bought because, okay, so Berlin, like many cities during COVID, has had a bicycle boom. And I've had my eye on electric bicycles just personally because I think they're really cool. But I will say the ones that you rent are really ugly and you can rent them for like, you know, 40 bucks yeah. or whatever. But th- I found these German made electric bicycles called Rough Cycles. That's R-U-F-F Cycles. And I'm having I'm buying them for everyone. And they're in so adorable looking. Those they're are so vintage. cute. Oh, my God. Yeah, they look like they're they retail for about 5000 euros each. And the ones I'm looking at, they look like Cadillacs. They're amazing. The one I really like is um, like a gray and red. And they look like real bicycles. They don't look like weird machines. Right. No, it's so so cute. cute. Um, But yeah, I just want to cruise around on an electric bicycle. So before I start going to like Cold War... (laughs) Cold War museums and all that. I got to eat. Of course. And 
the first place that I want to go is in the area where I'm staying, which is also one of the reasons why I like uh, this neighborhood. Okay, so I'm going to the, I don't know exactly how you say it, but it's the Kadewey. It's K-A-D-E-W-E, um, which is an abbreviation for Kaufhaus de Westens or Department Store of the West. And this, you've you okay. posted a picture with just tons of sausages here. Yeah. So let me tell you about this place. So this is Germany's most iconic department store. Um, it's huge. And it was built in 1907. And it's a true West Berlin landmark that's seen everything from the Roaring Twenties to the Nazi era, where it was stripped away from its Jewish owners only to be bombed into annihilation during World War II. And this is all from BerlinFoodStories.com. Throughout the existence of the Berlin Wall, the Kadawi was the symbol of West German wealth and one of the most visited destinations for East Berliners that crossed the wall for the first time. So it was like this beacon of freedom. But what I, I'm not just going to go to like any food court. On the sixth floor, there is this iconic, huge food court. Um, and I love department store food courts because this is a thing that I did when I was in Japan. There's something called the um, Depachika or I don't know how you say it. It's like Depachika in Japan, where uh-huh. there are these department stores and they have these incredible basement food courts, and they were like my favorite thing to go do was, was it to go food? eat at them. It was um, the best food. It was um, like just the fanciest food court of all different types of cuisine. And this department store looks unreal. I mean, especially I know we keep harping about Christmas, but I mean, just um, at Christmas time, this place really comes to life. I I can imagine. And so I don't know if you clicked on that link, but you can see that some of the different stuff that's supposed to be really good there, or they have like this crazy sausage bar, there's oysters, there's like a really good French patisserie. This is, didn't we go to a place like this in Sweden? Do you remember we had like breakfast there one morning? Remember it was like a whole food market where you could go to like all these different, yeah, this looks so good. Oh, oh my God, these, uh, I'm telling you the sausages. So this looks really special. So you can go on the right, you've got like baked goods. It's kind of like the farmer's market in LA, but it's, it's, it's indoors and it's just a little bit of everything and you can just pick your poison. And honestly, I think I'm going to get like one of everything yeah. and just pack it into a basket and take it, go off on my electric bicycle. Yeah, you'll be tipping over. There'll be so much. It'll be like the boxes <laughs> will be so far up that, you know, you'll be tipping over as you go. You know, like your bike will be swaying and all the boxes will be swaying with you. Uh, I, that's perfect. I've got some balancing on my head. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I just, I'll, I'll eat it at the park, you know, whatever. There's this big tier garden park and I'll just like sit there and eat, eat my food for a little boxes while. surround it, all these open boxes around you. <laughs> That's great. Okay. So essentially I'm just going to like breeze through. I'm going on a tour of um, Cold War Berlin. I'm super interested specifically in like what life was like in East Berlin. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to sort of rattle off a couple of these Uh, places that I'm going to breeze by on my electric bicycle. Okay, let's hear it. Okay, so there's the Brandenburg Gate, Mm. which uh, I'm sure you came across in your research. And that was this big architectural gate um, in the middle of no man's land. And no one had access to it uh, because it was kind of like in between East and West Berlin. Right. Um, I want to go see the Memorial to the Murdered Jews. Uh, which is what what is the name of the Holocaust Memorial in Germany uh, 
I know that's not Cold War, but that's supposed to be amazing. Right, yeah. That's with all the uh, um, the sculptures or the monuments or, you know. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like a, a maze of these sort of architectural um rectangular shiny monuments yeah. that you just sort of walk around and it, it looks really touching i'm really excited to go to the ddr museum <gasps> oh my god that, i wanted to go there too that would probably yes. be like i would use that in my museum pass you know if i had some extra time but that looked so cool so that's essentially what it's like for a person living in east berlin during like that the period when there was the wall and and there's like weird stuff that happened and then there's the stasi museum which is all about east germany's infamous secret police so it's basically a spy museum Ooh, that's really cool and you're doing all this now i typed in stasi without museum and then i did get stasi schroeder from from (laughs) vanderpump rules (laughs) so let me put museum in there and you're doing all of this alone. No, I've got my couple girlfriends with oh, me. Oh, okay. Got it. Okay. And they, they all have their own bicycles too. But if they want, they can, like, if they want to just rather go shopping or whatever, they might be bored by this stuff. But I definitely want to go see all this stuff. This museum is the coolest. Um, I'm going to tell you why. Because you get to walk into little, like, sets. Like, you walk yeah. into, and it's like you walk into 1960s room rooms, 1950s, 1960s rooms. Yeah. It's just really cool. I love museums like this. I just think that's the coolest. And I just think there there has become there's this interesting thing that happened because a lot of um, it's been, you know, however many years now since the wall went down. Mm-hmm. And so there are people alive now, people who were born post 1990, who never experienced uh, living in like Cold War era Berlin. And so there has right. become this sort of kitsch factor to East Berlin and this nostalgia factor, uh, which a lot of people yeah. really are uncomfortable with because it was such a traumatic time. But I think there's something really interesting about that. Like kids who are born in like 2000, they're 20 now. And they're like la- having a little bit of like laugh at East Berlin and wanting like kitschy Soviet souvenirs and stuff. Right. Yep. Um, so I, I think that's so fascinating. And I think like you kind of experienced some of that at the Stasi Museum. Do you maybe kind of like hear some kids talking, you know, laughing, and then you look at them with your haircut and everything and you go like, you know, it's not that funny, actually. Well, this is the thing. I've actually been wearing a bucket hat. What's a bucket hat? Like a, <laughs> a just a bucket hat. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> I don't want people to freak out in, when they see me. Because you look, look so exactly much. like David Bowie. Yeah, I guess you should go under the radar. Um, well, this museum is so, so cool. I'm loving They've got, you know, like they've got like a book with a hole cut out and then like a battery pack inside, you know, stuff like that. I, it's so fun. Yeah, they've got spy cameras. Uh, there's a boot with a retractable knife in the toe. Apparently, there's something called smell jars because whenever possible, the Stasi got your scent on a piece of cloth and stored it in a jar. If you tried to escape to the West, their dogs were given the cloth to sniff and they would cut the dog's vocal cords so that they were these silent hunters. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's fascinating. It's fascinating. So basically, that's kind of my 
historical experience. I go and see all the Cold War stuff. That's great. And so your trip was a little more expansive. I'm doing more like 72 crazy hours in Berlin. Yeah, I would say, yeah, mine was probably like a four day, you know, all together was probably like a four day trip. Okay, so then uh, transitioning day to night, or maybe it's the next day, whatever. I now want to experience my other uh, fascination of a historical time in Berlin, which is, um, I'm probably saying it wrong, Weimar. It's W-E-I-M-A-R, Berlin. I, I don't see why Weimar. that would be wrong. Weimar seem, seems correct. Weimar. Okay, so Weimar culture was the emergence of the arts and sciences that happened in Germany during the Weimar Republic, the latter during that part of the interwar period between World War I and World War II. Uh, dubbed the Babylon of the 20s, the city center flourished with youthful activity and explosive sexual freedom. And so that's also when performers like Marlene Dietrich and Anita Berber became icons. And it was like... It, it, like this really cool time in Berlin that was then just like totally destroyed by the Nazis. Right. I guess my father, David Bowie, was also, <laughs> you know, interested in this period. And so I chose for my dinner spot, I think it's something that's going to be a little controversial. And I'm sure you'll have some fun looking at the Yelp reviews because they're not all great. But I want to go to the Paris bar. Okay. Yeah, I've heard. Now, this is by my hotel, I think. Um, if I'm not mistaken, because I remember reading something about it. Okay, this looks, yeah, so this is a very beautiful white tablecloth restaurant with a bunch of art all over the walls. Very expensive, three, three dollar signs. Um, and I'm assuming you'd get some sort of private room because, because, um, you know, you were on me so much about that. Yeah, well, this is the thing. It's a tourist trap now, okay? And people, what my daddy used to say is that the steak frites are amazing, <laughs> but I've heard some not so great things about them on Yelp. But for me, it's more about the experience. It's like cozy. The environment is like... um you know, striped awnings, neon lights, and you you go in and there's like amazing pieces of artwork all over the walls. It's like this little bistro. So I'm meeting who I call Aunt Heidi. Oh, God. Okay. And Aunt Heidi has closed, closed it down and she's invited all of her German sort of friends, you know, interesting people who work in various fields. And we're all just gonna have a great dinner party at the Paris bar. Okay. And is this is Aunt Heidi, Heidi Klum? Yeah. I know that there's cooler restaurants in Berlin. There's the Berlin dining scene has like boomed in the last probably decade. And there's a lot of like Michelin starred restaurants. But I just like, I don't want to go to a fancy meal. I want to go to somewhere that has cool history. Wow. To it. How the tables have turned. How the table. At least have I'm shutting it down. Turned. At least I'm shutting it down. And it's just the who's who of Berlin culture okay fine fine but you know it's sometimes it's not about going to the fanciest it's about going to the oldest the coolest the most unique but i just want to just do a quick emotional check-in which is i'm still wearing my bucket hat and i'm still kind of like begrudgingly learning so much about my family history okay i'm i know where this bucket hat storyline is going and it's <laughs> it grosses me out to a place where i don't think i'll even realize it until later tonight <laughs> just so you're aware i know i gotta tell you i gotta tell you i don't like it either and that's why <laughs> honestly planning this trip made me nauseous and now i think you're gonna like what happens next because i'm having a big night oh i'm like really living up nightlife okay so 
I found a couple of cool places that harken back to that Weimar Berlin that I, you know, that doesn't really exist anymore, but I found a way, I think, to sort of harness it. So I found this um, link, if you see here, Secret City Travel Berlin. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So plug that in. And this has a couple options for like different places that you can go that have that sort of 1920s vibe. Ooh, and um, yeah, yeah, if you yeah. just scroll down, there's like burlesque clubs, um, but go down to, I, I don't know that I'm actually going to do this, but I just want you to see it because I think you'd really like it. Um, if you go down to Babylon Kino, it's a classic cinema where they used to do like silent Ooh. movies with an orchestra and an organ accompanying it, it's got the coolest sign. The Babylon Kino has changed little since it's first opened in 1929. It's got its original cinema organ. And so do they have like cinematic events there? And it, yeah. And okay. So, oh, so are you going to watch like uh, Nosferatu or something like that with your with your uh, friends? Uh, not tonight, but like <laughs> probably maybe if I'm still here in a couple of days. The I just wanted you to see that. comes <laughs> down and he goes like, I could, I could play. And you go, you know what? Not tonight. I don't want. I'm drinking. I don't want to sit down for like Nosferatu. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. You know what I'm saying? It's like I got to keep this sort of adrenaline going. But where I am going is to this club. It's actually not a club, it's a dance hall, a beautifully preserved dance hall called. Clarkin's Ballhouse. Is that on so this page? Scroll too? down. Yeah, scroll down past the cinema and you'll see this beautiful dance hall that's like, <gasps> it reminds me, Maria, of when you and I go, we go to this place called the Cicada mm -hmm. Club in LA sometimes for Halloween. It's like a total 1920s throwback with like a big orchestra and you go and you dress up and you dance. Um, and so that's where we're going. Again, of course, we have it rented out. Um, it's there's a big band playing there and we're just going for drinks and appetizers and you are and I just want to make it clear you are still wearing a bucket hat on your head well now actually I've swapped it for a little wig a bob wig because I'm kind of like I've changed into my like 1920s flapper outfit I bet Aunt Heidi gave that to you huh she said oh Amanda <laughs> I've did. got something for you right here and then she put it on your she you, she she went to go take off your hat and you said no 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 and then you said, I'll do it. And then you go to the bathroom and do it yourself. She goes, Vigs, I brought Vigs for everyone. <laughs> okay, so then uh, this is this is what it's going to happen. And I'm wrapping up. But we party, we get home really late. We don't sleep. Wow. We go to brunch. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We're going to brunch. It just at this little cute restaurant called House of Small Wonder, which is more probably in a line with like something you do on your trip. But see. we're just like eating, drinking a bunch of coffee because we so are going cute. to. Oh, it is so cute, right? I don't know if we want to like describe it a little bit. How would you? It's like um farmhouse, urban farmhouse is what I'm going to go with. Um, industrial and, and farmhouse. Like, like avocado toast and you know, organic egg scramble, but it's, it looks really good. But this is just a pit stop and we're not going to bed yet, I'm afraid. Oh, because, because we're, um, we're going to go try to get into Bergain. Well, what's that? That is the iconic club in Germany that is notoriously difficult for uh, to get into so and apparently what the locals do it's open 24 hours okay you don't go at night like a loser you go at like 10 a.m on a sunday 
Okay. And you party all day. And it's located in a former East German power station. It's infamous for its world-class techno, hedonistic spirit, and now it's a, a high-end club culture. It's a Berlin institution, and it was even made a, a historic landmark, I guess. According to Urban Myth, these are some of the celebrities who have been denied. <gasps> oh, Britney God. Spears, Paris Hilton, Florence Welch, Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, um, well, who are they letting in if not if not them? Claire Danes. They're not they're not letting her in or they are letting Claire in. No, they're letting Claire Danes in. Good God. Thank you. That would be weird if they wouldn't have. OK, so do you get in or do they deny you? They deny us. <laughs> You're kidding. No, I'm serious. They deny us. But then. Oh, God, this is what I've not. <sighs> You're wearing your wig, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't want to say. Yes, it. I. We already know what it is. So let's hear what's what's the grand reveal. I take off my wig and I'm the spitting image of my father, David Bowie. <laughs> the crowd goes wild. They escort me in and I dance the night away at Bergen. <laughs> and I'm sorry. I know everyone out there is groaning, but I had to. I this is. I had to come up with an ending. So do they think you're David Bowie? Is that what that his, is? Yes, his, his ghost. They think you're his ghost. Like you don't even go like, no, 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 I'm his daughter and I got this blank check. They literally see you as like a ghost and they go, let in the ghost, let in the ghost. Because in the dark, the darkness, oh, I guess it's daytime. So, <laughs> Oh my God. And then does everyone get let in like Heidi and everyone? Everyone gets let in and we just go and have the best time. And we dance the night away. Apparently, like people are naked in there and there's like an ice cream bar. I mean, it just sounds totally ludicrous. And so and so when that ends, kind of do you then have a better understanding of your father and 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 the Berlin that changed him so much? Yeah, I think so. I'm sort of, you know, I'm reinvigorated creatively, just like he was. Mm. And and I finally come to terms with who who I really am. And I'm not, you know, I feel part of the family instead of sort of disowned, I think. I think that's a very fun vacation. I think that's a very historical, you know, mine was very much in the now and like how I would really take it because it was economy, you know. So I was like, uh, I'll just th that's what I would have done. I would definitely yeah. add a bunch of stuff that you did to mine because I think that seeing all that stuff is really cool. Thank you. And and like uh and vice versa. And I just one more thing, my souvenir for my trip is a um huge chunk of the Berlin Wall that I am taking. Where home. did you find where oh, you bought it? You I, I bought it. Yeah. It was really expensive. You, but I will also say that um Heidi Klum, her husband gifted her a large slab of the Berlin Wall that now sits in her garden. So it's not impossible to get your hands on. Well we had one at Loyola Marymount University. That's right. We yeah, had so it right like that. across from the Robex, um, the Jamba Juice. Was it the, the, Jamba, the Jamba Juice? Juice? Right across from the Jamba Juice, there was this big slab of the Berlin Wall. Uh, you could just enjoy your your uh, smoothie and kind of um, pontificate over, you know, old and new, east and west, and civilization in general. Yeah, and, and that's what we did, right? Sure. <laughs> yes, we did. Two great placations, if I may say so. And make sure to follow us at the Big Ones Pod and 
cast your vote on whose trip you'd rather take. Leave us comments. We'll read them on Friday's unpacking episode and also announce the winner. So make sure to check that out. All right, guys. So next week we are traveling somewhere really special, somewhere both Amanda and I have never been, and that is Hokkaido, Japan. Japan. Now, I have to say I have a slight advantage because I have traveled to Japan several times and I did Mm -hmm. live there for six months, not to brag, but I've never been to the Hokkaido region, so I am thrilled to explore it. Okay, so spin that damn wheel. All right, to reiterate our budget tier, and this is for hotels, this is for how much you can spend a night at hotels, wherever you're staying, this is your budget. Roughing it means camping to $50. Economy means spending up to $250 a night. Extreme comfort means $250 to $650 a night. Luxury is $650 a night to $2,000 a night. And Clooney is you must spend above $2,000 a night. All right, so here we go. Oh, I'm nervous. Oh, <gasps> extreme comfort. comfort. Okay, it's okay. perfect. That's, All that's right. a sweet spot. It's perfect. Okay, that let's is see a what Marie gets. Luxury, luxury, baby. Okay, that's good because they'll be kind of neck and neck. Okay, Amanda, now we're going to do what the occasion is. Now, we've got some old favorites here. We've got Girls Trip, Romantic Getaway, Eat, Pray, Loving, Just Traveling. I've added three more. Okay. I've added Pure Relaxation, which means... I love it. This is a relaxation getaway. This is for you to just... what do you call zip, it when you zip just it. zip it? Zip it. <laughs> this is for you to zip it. <laughs> the second one I've added is birthday party getaway. And then this came in from a listener, Nicole, there for a wedding. Oh, interesting. Okay, here we go. Oh, or maybe to get away, eat, pray, loving. Oh, eat, pray, okay, loving. Eat, pray, loving. Okay, that means I'm alone, which is great. That I means you're alone. Kaido. Yeah. Okay, here I go. Oh, get away. Oh, okay, God. Uh, the luxury another, romantic getaway. Sexless romantic getaway. No, maybe, maybe I'll get a little sexy. Who knows? Oh, God. Okay. Who knows? Okay. Now, Amanda is our travel surprise. Hold on. I have to wait for okay. this ad because I have this for free. The travel surprises are tr- um, just got dumped. Cyst, I took out stub toe because we did that one. So now it's just cyst. A listener wrote in with this one, and I'm so sorry, but I didn't write down who said this. But one of the travel surprises now is that you end up in jail. Whoa, okay. Uh, Just got dumped. Here's one I added in. Traveling with kids. Mm Mm-hmm. That's traveling with changes things. (laughs) Traveling with a picky eater. Sexy instructor. Gift card, baby. Okay, here you go. Okay, come on, gift card. Oh, no. Oh, oh my God. God. You're eight oh, years. No. <laughs> Amanda's eat, pray, loving with kids. So that, she's traveling with kids. What does that mean? What does that mean? Eat, pray, loving with kids. I think, Amanda, that you may be a mother of a couple kids and that you're getting away. <laughs> but they show up. No, I, I try think, to leave. Yeah, I mean, you have to figure it out. Okay, I mean, I already, I'm, my brain's already reeling. Maybe they're not my kids. Maybe there's some kids I connect with once I get out there. 
Okay, that's great. And you know, you okay. do have an extreme comfort budget, so a nanny isn't too far away. That's okay. all I'm going to say <laughs> to you. <laughs> all right, I'm going to spin to the right as well. All right, here we okay. go. Come on, sis. Oh, oh my God! <laughs> I'm traveling with kids too. Oh, no. oh God! I'm okay, tired. so I'm on a luxury oh. romantic getaway, and I'm traveling with kids too. God, Amanda, I really shouldn't have put that in there. Oh, you screwed us! You, you screwed us. Oh to Hokkaido, which is like all about skiing and spas and onsens and eating sushi. It's like, look, oh they don't. We're gonna have I to didn't get say creative. the age. I didn't say the age. They just got to be under 18. Okay. Dependence. <laughs> okay. Now, Amanda, I added in a season. So now we're going to spin for what season you're going to be traveling and you've got winter, spring, summer, fall, or your choice. I got to I kind of want winter. <gasps> summer. Okay, summer. Okay, summer. I'm sure it's beautiful. Do some hiking. Fall. Okay, fall. Very nice. So we'll see you guys next next week when we travel to Hokkaido, Japan. And there's going to be a lot of, um, you know, there's going to be kids. We'll make it work. Bon voyage. Original. Powered by ACAST. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.